What's up, party people? Todd Tremonti here. Thanks for tuning in to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Weekly Podcast. We've got some bonus content for you today. I love that you're checking out our weekly real estate updates for the market here in Dallas-Fort Worth, but we love to get you some bonus interviews or educational content about the Dallas-Fort Worth area markets or things happening in the real estate world. So check out this bonus piece of content. Also check out all the other stuff we're doing over at Todd Tremonti Team. Dot com where you can find videos and podcasts and blogs and home search and property valuation and all sorts of fun stuff over there. TodTremontyTeam.com. Check out this bonus content and we'll be back with more very, very soon. Are all real estate agents liars? Obviously, every industry has some shady dirt bags, but lots of real estate agents are good people involved in the community. Are they lying to you? Are they all lying to you? They might be. Lots of agents are unfortunately misleading people on accident. Now, there's clearly some deliberate punks, but most people are doing these things on accident, but they're doing it. And there's three key ways they do it. Number one, and maybe one of my biggest pet peeves in all of real estate, is communicating success compared to asking price. So, for example, I'm sure you've heard an agent say, I or we sold that house over asking. 5,000 over asking, 2% over asking. And the short message for you here is that is an irrelevant, meaningless, useless, worthless statement. It might be a lie to deliberately hide what happened in reality, but it's probably an accidental misrepresentation. And what I mean by that is people can ask any price they want. So to say I sold a house 3% over asking doesn't mean anything because asking might've been 10% too low, 10% below actual property value. Let's say your house is worth 500 and your agent tells you you should ask 449 and you sell it for 459. That's 10,000 over asking. And that's $41,000 below what it's worth. But you might not know that. Is that a lie? Is it misleading? Is it accidental? It could be any of the above. The fact is, when we are told to pay attention to statistics that are related to asking price, it's irrelevant because asking price can be anything somebody wants. On the flip side, a buyer or their agent could say, I bought the house, I got the house, $20,000 below asking. Same exact thing applies. That does not mean anything. We have a track record of helping buyers buy homes below asking. Does not mean anything because asking price could be anything. Asking price could be high, could be low, it could be accurate. A better way to communicate that is we sold our house above market value or below market value. And that would still require you to see a actual valuation, a quantifiable measurement of similar comparable homes sold at the same time in the same area and the difference in price or the average or mean or median sales price that's relevant to your property. So I know that's a lot of technicality, but the reality is there's a lot of brokerages and a lot of individual agents asking you to choose them or hire them or trust them based on their track record as compared to asking price. And asking price can be anything. Sadly, a lot of agents have clients dictate asking price and clients are just wishing, hoping, or guessing based on very limited information. So that's not a great way to do it. The second way that your agent might be lying to you accidentally or deliberately is about how effective they are at marketing. The reality is that most agents are basically putting a house into the multiple listing system, letting that feed out to Zillow and Realtor.com and a bunch of real estate agents' websites, 
and basically waiting for buyer's agents to respond. Now, we all do that, but some people are referring to that as them being a powerful, skillful, creative marketer, and they're not. I would argue that that's almost not marketing at all. That's data entry. You can be good and bad at it, but for the most part, that should not be considered a unique marketing ability or better marketer than anybody else. There's a tremendous amount of work that can go into that that would increase the odds of that marketing being effective, but there's a bunch of other types of marketing and advertising that are helpful, that could make you a great marketer, that could help your results be better than someone else's or better than sort of that normal system and approach. But there are a lot of agents referring to themselves, telling clients, asking to be hired, bragging, supposedly differentiating based on their marketing skill that aren't doing much more than that. So be careful when someone talks about their marketing plan, ask them to see it. Ask them to understand how that impacts your time, your energy, or your money. That will tell you whether or not there's real truth to their marketing chops or their marketing ability or the effectiveness of their marketing. Now, there's a lot of other ways that real estate agents are deliberately or usually accidentally misleading clients, but maybe the biggest and most popular one is at how successful they are, how productive they are, how frequently they sell homes, how many they sell in a year. One of the most popular things to see from an agent is million dollar producer. In most markets in America right now, someone that sold three homes at $333,000-ish would be a million dollar producer. That means they've sold homes that add up to $1 million. That doesn't mean a million dollars in commissions. It doesn't mean they sold a lot of homes. In most markets in America, that means they sold three or four houses in the previous 12 months. The market changes so much and so much is happening that I would not consider that agent an expert. Now, there are other things that can make you effective and helpful other than production, but from a production standpoint, if someone is bragging to you about being a million dollar producer, I wouldn't disqualify them, but I would ask some other clarifying questions. You know, who do you work with? How many have you sold? Where do you sell homes typically? Do you normally work with buyers or sellers or both? And I would want to understand that. This is mostly the fault of the big brokerages and some of the coaches and trainers in the industry that are causing people to overhype their experience, their ability, and their value by saying, I'm a platinum award winner. I was chosen by the local magazine. I'm one of the top 10%, top 20%, top 500 or whatever that is supposed to convince the consumer that you are really great at your job. Although a lot of times those are gross manipulations of the data. So be careful when someone compares their results to asking price because asking price is irrelevant. People can pick whatever they want. Be careful when somebody talks about their marketing chops, make sure you see their plan and understand it better. And then be weary of somebody telling you about how much they've produced and how many trophies they've won and their ranking. Those are not bad things, but clarify and ask questions about what that really means. A great agent, a great team with a lot of value for you will not be afraid of those questions. They'll be eager to tell you more, not about them, but about what's in it for you. Thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully you're liking the bonus content that we're throwing out on the podcast. If you do, share it, like it, subscribe it, do all the things people do. Also, if there's anything else we can do for you or any of the resources we ever mention on the show, head over to ToddTremontiTeam.com, ToddTremontiTeam.com to find all the goodies we talk about here on the podcast or the radio show or the YouTube channel or any other place. ToddTremontiTeam.com.